What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bonilla Roundup. I'm your host, Marco Bonilla. And I'm your co-host, Boom. On today's episode of the Bonilla Roundup, we have a lot to talk about in the NFL. It was a crazy week. Um, the Steelers and the Ravens game is ended up, is ended up being played on Wednesday. And, um, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, shout out to COVID for that one. I mean... And the <sighs> players are dropping like flies over there, not dying, but yeah. catching COVID rather. But, and yeah, hopefully they get better and hopefully get this game in on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so that's the only game that hasn't been played yet to wrap up the NFL week 12. There has been a lot of games that have to be shifted because of that as well. So the Cowboys and the Ravens are playing next Monday. Um and the Steelers are also playing on Monday. So there's three games on Monday next week that are all had to be moved. Well, that's but, crazy. I mean, it's crazy because now COVID's starting to catch up more to the NFL. You know, it's starting yeah, to get I mean, a little bit worse. It's a more contact sport. You know, they're all in each other's faces. And it's hard to wear the mask. You're tired. They're huffing and puffing out there, you know. They're yeah. running around like. I saw something I about gotta how. got to give a little credit. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they're literally. They're trying to make a living like everybody else in this crazy times. But I saw something about the NFL, how they're going to – well, they enforce the rule now that everybody on the sideline, including the players, have to wear masks, not yeah, just coaches. I don't, I don't remember what team it was, but I know a team lost a seventh-round draft pick recently. Oh, um, no, it was – I think it was the um, the Saints because they got in trouble with doing – remember they won a big game. Against, I think it was against the Bucks, and they – they were dancing uh, mm. in the locker room with no mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that but, makes sense. They kind of deserve that then. Yeah. It, it was a crazy, crazy week <clears throat> of uh, – besides that, the Chiefs freaking smacked up on the Bucks. I mean, I know they only won by three, but we're going to get into that game. Um, also, we're going to talk about the big Giants win. <laughs> yeah. That was much needed. The ugly, for, ugly win. I mean, yeah. I'm happy they won. Uh, Daniel Jones went down, and uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so um yeah, we're going to so on today's episode we're going to talk about week 12 and then we're going to do our week 13 preview and picks, but just a quick and uh, um, check up on the picks real quick. Um Juan went 9 and 5 this past week. Not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, um, yeah, and I yeah, went yeah, 8 yeah. and 6. Oh, um, finally I won a week. Yeah, I won a week. He, he won a week, so we're looking at for the standings right now Juan is 42 and 38. And I'm 54 and 26. Creeping after week 12. Creeping, you're gonna fall out just like you I did mean, in the hey. Pick'em League, baby. You just like <laughs> Listen, in the Pick'em if League. Start, if you start winning out, you got a chance. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's always fun doing those. But um, yeah, let's get into it. So on Thanksgiving Day, I hope everybody had a good time with their family and safe, yep. COVID, COVID free. But um, on Thanksgiving Day, Texans beat the Lions 41-25. Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller combined to lead the Texans to the victory. I mean, I shouldn't just say those two guys because the defense had some big plays too, but it was a well all-around win, good win for the Texans. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the talk of the week, though, after the game has to be about Will Fuller, though. I mean, being suspended for the right. rest of the year for yep. failure of a PD test. I mean, he yeah. came out and said – he apologized basically, and I think he honestly made a mistake. And I don't think he was trying to cheat the system, but it was unfortunate. Uh, his physician and his doctors in the NFL—I mean, I guess they weren't on the same page. And yeah, 
Fantasy owners everywhere are pretty pissed off, I'm sure. And Deshaun Watson, not to mention uh, losing him. I mean, no DeAndre Hopkins now. Ugh. Oh, man. Yeah, he's going to have a major setback. That is. Yeah, I mean, I guess it really doesn't targets. matter this year because they weren't going to win anything anyway. They kind of started off bad with the whole Bill O'Brien thing and him as the GM making some questionable moves and as a coach, same thing. So Yeah, but I mean – regardless of their situation they have a quarterback who's who's top top five top ten in the league you know he's, he's definitely one of the up-and-coming young quarterbacks who's yeah. definitely good so uh, i mean i go ahead go ahead also the lions fired their uh their head coach, head coach their GM, yeah. cleaning house i mean yeah we saw really that their time uh, honestly though Matt Patricia's just been bad the whole time he's been there, and the GM he's, hasn't made it any easier for him. So no. it was just time I mean, for a change of things. I've been very critical of Matt Stafford, you know. I mean, yeah, saying no, I, I don't know. know why he's there. Hopefully a new GM will come out, and I feel like he could do good in a fresh start. I feel like somewhere like New England would be a good fit for him. I don't see them sticking with Cam, in all honesty. with just doesn't – I don't know. I don't like the, the fit. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. if the Patriots don't pay Cam some money, he's leaving. But yeah. about the Lions, I don't really understand what their I what their um you know where they were going with the team with the fourth pick, like drafting Jeff Okuda. He's he's a solid guy, but I feel like they needed to get a playmaker right away to yeah. impact uh, especially them. You know with what the I mean? wide receiver class that there was this year, Jerry Judy and uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson and, 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 and rugs, Nelson, you know. uh, not Nelson Aguilar, Raygor. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Just, just all around. I mean, it's definitely much better for the Lions now that they got rid of those guys. Honestly, like I like Matt Patricia as a coach. I think he knows the game pretty well. But he tried it as a head coach, and it just didn't work out. I mean, it doesn't work out for every guy, you know. So yeah, I think he'll find a job elsewhere. Matt Patricia. He's a good mm. guy. I think. I mean, he's a Bill Bill Belichick descendant, you know. Yeah, and all those guys sooner or later they'll they'll find their way back in the system, but the Lions, um, oh man, I lost my train of thought. Um, anyways, Texans, the defense had a big day. JJ Watt had a pick six, and they also had two forced fumbles. I mean, yeah, they look good as a funny. team. I mean, it sucks that they had such a bad start. I think they had like the hardest schedule in football like the first seven games like their schedule was was ridiculous like the amount of good teams that they had yeah. to play and they lost <laughs> a lot of close games oh. and got blown out a couple times too but i remember what i was going to say the the lions head coaching job is now up for grabs and it's going to be interesting to see which candidates are going to head there you know i'm not really sure who's out there that's willing to go there but it's going to be definitely interesting to see yeah it's definitely not a sexy job to take at all right no, now not at all they're the definitely the franchise the last yeah. 30 years literally but moving on to the other um game on on thanksgiving washington football team absolutely stomped the dallas cowboys 41 16 this is not the first year or this is i think second year in a row now dallas has got stomped in thanksgiving yeah i love to see it uh honestly i was pretty surprised by it though i didn't expect dallas to play as bad because uh Andy Dalton looked good. I mean, didn't they just beat? Yo, they just won last week, right? Listen, the week before. Yeah, that? yeah, they yeah, ended. They, up, they beat Minnesota last. Yeah, week. Yeah, so they looked good beating a decent Minnesota team who's looked good since uh, Dalvin Cook has come back. 
Right. And uh, yeah. I definitely was surprised. Zeke played bad. I feel like oh my God. the offensive line, the retirement of Travis Frederick, their center. Um, yeah. He's obviously the glue, glue guy uh, calling the, the shots and uh, changing the protection and, you know, kind of the general out there. So they lose him. That's big. Then they yeah. lose Zach Martin to injury. So that's big. I mean, I feel like they're just injury bug this year. I mean, I hate to see the Cowboys lose, but I mean, you hate to see the reason why they lose is all the injuries. I mean, never. Like yeah, that. I mean, I, mean, I want to at least a, play them at their best and beat them at their best, you know? Yeah. Well, it was a big day for Antonio Gibson. He had three rushing touchdowns for 115 yards. He he absolutely torched that defense. Yeah. I mean, it was close early on for sure, but I think the turning point was when Dallas went for it on fourth down inside their own 30-yard line and didn't convert it. I they mean, I don't soft. know what – yeah, I don't know what Matt, Mike McCarthy was thinking during that play, but it set up on the first play for the for the Washington football team uh, a 20-yard rush rushing touchdown mm. for Antonio Gibson right away, and then they went up, and the game was over after that because they didn't look back. But yeah, it was just really, really crazy to see. I thought – I thought – Washington. I mean, I thought Dallas did did pretty well in the first half, but they just couldn't they couldn't handle um, their offense was starting to just not be existent, and then the defense was was falling apart. But I, I want to talk about Zeke for a little bit, just because like I don't really know what the deal is with him. You I know, mean, I feel he's like getting paid all that damn money, and he's he didn't even have you, over fifty yards in the what game. What do you like, expect when you have bum offensive linemen? I mean, yeah, like but I he's getting paid. The- mo- yeah, He's getting I, paid some crazy money, bro. Yeah, but I mean that's not his fault that the whole O line got hurt, and I feel like it's a uh, being way uh, blown out of proportion. Like I just I don't know what their plan is with him because I there's mean, they might trade him I was, get rid of him, but I mean I feel like it'd be a stupid move because I don't yeah. feel like he's gotten any worse. I just feel like the team isn't as good, so he doesn't look as good. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it, it makes everybody's gameplay bad. But mm. like, I noticed in the game watching on Thursday on Thursday night, he, um, Mike McCarthy was wasn't running the ball with Zeke like on short down situations, like second and one or third and two, and they were going to the air. And I'm just thinking to myself, that's how the Cowboys have always for the past, I don't know, ever since Zeke's been on that team, they've always been a run first team, right? Mm, they just yeah. run it down your throat, no matter who's out there at O-line. I just don't really understand what Mike McCarthy's trying to do with them. But like you said, they might trade him. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna. I think that would be crazy for them to do. They just paid him to be like 15 mil a year. I mean, it's just crazy. I don't really know where things stand with him. But yeah, anyways, like I said, I don't think it's his fault. So if they trade yeah. him, I think that'd be a stupid move for them. I mean, oh, good, yeah. mo- good, good move financially, but right move well, for the football. Also, team. you know, also too, whenever, when you start losing a lot of games in a row, you just start pointing fingers at everybody. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You really see all the weak weaknesses and stuff. But anyways, Washington football team are tied for first with the Giants right now. Giants Got hold the tiebreaker. Giants Let's hold the tiebreaker because of they won both of the season matchups this year. They and they're both sitting at four and seven. So that was a crazy game. And like we were saying earlier, the Steelers and the Ravens game, that was supposed to be the primetime eight o'clock game on Thanksgiving night. 
ended up getting canceled because a bunch of guys on the Ravens tested positive for COVID, including Lamar Jackson being one of the bigger names. So they had to move that game. It's got moved, I think, twice now. So it's just it's just really, really yeah, it's crazy. It's spiraling see. out of control. and Yeah. And they're trying to play. So they're supposed to play tomorrow at 3 o'clock and definitely no Lamar Jackson. I yeah, know don't. James... Go ahead. Don't Go ahead. be surprised if it gets canceled again. Yeah, honestly, honestly. So no James Conner as well for the Steelers, but none of those guys that were allowed in the facility over the weekend. So, I mean, there was no way they were going to be able to play on Monday night. But that's why that that game got moved, and that was the only games on Thanksgiving. So moving into the Sunday games, the Falcons end up surprising everybody and upset the Raiders and went 43-6. to Whew, What a big, big win. That Can was. you say a blowout? Yeah, I mean, who expected that? The Raiders been balling out all year. Uh, Literally. Falcons have, have looked good since they fired their head coach. I mean – what a horrible look for him. I think they're five and one since they fired him. Oh. No, they have they have hold on, let me tell you. Look at let's see. Let's... Atlanta has four wins. Four and one? Yeah, they're in their last um five games. Yeah. They've won they've won they've won um oh man, I don't even know. I don't I don't want to take a guess because I don't even know. <laughs> but anyways, Falcons they're at home, and they just bring it to the Raiders, honestly. I mean, I didn't watch most of the game, but I saw some snippets and highlights. They yeah, were all four, over the Raiders. They're 4-2 and two, their last six games. Yeah. So that's that. That's definitely a turnaround that from 0-5 that they were with, oh, yeah. with Dan Quinn. You know what I yeah. mean? So those guys definitely are, are playing much better. But their defense, the Falcons' defense, was going crazy. They, had, they were all over Derek Carr. They ended up having four fumble recoveries one pick six, and they shut down Josh Jacobs, which is very big to do if you want to beat that team because he is one of their best players. But I kind of question what their, what the Raiders' um, like game plan is with Josh Jacobs because I feel like they want him to be at every down back, but they keep bringing in this other kid, and I forgot his name, that he's pretty good, but I just feel like Jacobs needs to get more touches. Yeah, you think he – I mean, I feel like they're maybe trying to keep him fresh maybe. I mean, as a running back, it's hard. Like, yeah, you have no, a short shelf life and, like, you're trying to keep him fresh. and It's just – it was just a little – little like I scratched my head a little at that. But Derek Carr looked like crap. He was, he was getting pressured left and right. And the offense for the Falcons didn't really have to do much because the defense was all over the place. So the Raiders now are six and five, and they're holding on to a playoff berth in a AFC race that is coming down to the wire. I mean, you got a couple teams in in multiple divisions that are going to make the playoffs. In the AFC North, you're going to have most likely the Steelers. Well, definitely the Steelers. You're going to have the Steelers, the Ravens, and Maybe probably the Browns. the Browns. Yeah. Those so those are three out of the seven this year, and then with the Kansas City playoffs as well. Right, and then you got Kansas City, Tennessee, Buffalo, um, the Colts, and the Raiders, and looking out um, in the playoff picture of the Patriots. So it's definitely coming down to the wire in the AFC. So mm-hmm. it's it should be interesting to see how the Raiders finish. I think they're going to finish strong. I saw a stat about they were in the same situation last year, sitting at six and five, and they ended up finishing the season seven and nine. So we'll see how things go, but. I have a little bit of confidence in them. I think they're going to figure it out and turn the page. 
Yeah. Definitely not definitely not winning the division though. I was definitely surprised by this this week for yeah. them. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, but you know who had a big game? Um Justin Herbert for the Chargers. Even yeah. though they lost to the Bills, they lost twenty seven seventeen. He had a big game. He went thirty one fifty two, three hundred and sixteen yards and one touchdown. Yeah, he's definitely a good player, big arm, big guy. Uh I definitely he's like gonna... his future. I think yeah. he's gonna be a good player. Yeah, uh, I mean now Bills, that Joe Burrow's though, done. Shout go out ahead, to the ahead. Bills. I mean, I mean, I thought they were gonna crumble. Uh, they won a close game. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest game, but they got a win. Uh, top of yeah, first in the AFC East, probably gonna win the division. Uh, yeah, that was definitely now. a win, a big win for them. I thought Josh Allen played absolutely great. He did his thing out there. And their defense came up big late in the game. There was a play I saw late when um, Chargers were down 10. I think it was like 30 seconds left. And Justin Herbert throws a Hail Mary. And one of their wide receivers for the Chargers goes up and mosses three guys. It was absolutely Mm, crazy. Bro, it was insane. But although the Chargers are 3-8, and I think they're a much better team than their record shows, honestly. They've been in in a lot of games this year that they should have won. Yeah, I thought they were going to be a little bit better of a team this year. Uh, disappointing year this year. I know a lot of the Charger fans want the head coach to be gone. They kind of be hate, gone. Yeah. yeah, they kind of hate the head coach. So, but my thing is, is if they are able to figure out a way to get, or let's just say they they fire their coach, the Chargers do. That's going to be a a spot that you're going to see some offensive coordinators or head coaches in general that are going to go after. I think they have a young quarterback. They got a pretty good defense. They got uh, some pretty good corner pieces on offense and um, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, who just came back from injury. Um, I think, I think if they end up firing that coach, that's going to be one of the bigger markets for coaches to go to. Oh, for sure. Definitely have a lot of good pieces to build around, even on defense. Got Derwin James. You got uh, one of the Joey Bosa. So, uh, yep. Yeah. So, Bills hold on to win that one and keep pace for the AFC Conference, AFC East standings. But that was a, that was a pretty good game. Moving on, Titans take care of the Colts in a divisional matchup that was – I Gross. feel like kind of overlook, honestly. Honestly, Gross. it was a one o'clock game. Out. I mean, I really didn't expect it to be like this. I thought they were gonna give up more of a fight. Me I too. Mean, especially after they how well they played against them the first time. Uh I feel like yeah. this is how they are. I really feel like the Titans are the better team. I feel like And they showed it. They showed it yeah, on Sunday. They have the for better sure. quarterback, they got the better running back. I feel like the defense Derek, isn't as good as the, the Colts, so I feel like Derek, that's the difference when the Colts yeah. win is because of the defense. Yeah, for sure. And they had no answer for Derrick Henry, who yeah, absolutely went off. Yeah, he had 27 okay. carries, 178 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah. Three. A.J. Brown had a monster play. I mean, I think he like broke like two tackles. Ran yeah, for a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they just but, got deboed the whole game. They got bullied. They got mm-hmm. – Muscled, they got put in deep check, made them look like little boys out there. I know Rel's yeah. mad, he's gonna be mad at me for saying all this, yeah. but it's all right, it's all right, it's, it's nothing it, but facts. Yeah, it's the truth. It's nothing I mean, but they, facts. They punked I, out. I've, I've kind of been on the Colts wave a little bit. I, I, I've ever since they had their big win against the Packers, I thought they were gonna 
be able to turn the script. But even though they lost this game 45-26, I still think they have a good chance at making the playoffs. Oh, I definitely I mean, think they are going to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? But I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. I think yeah. they'll be a one and done. And Yeah. Well, Philip Rivers know. isn't the answer. I mean, I feel no. like. There no, could be sure. some quarterbacks on the move though this year, so I feel like there's definitely some pieces. Maybe yeah. they'll be able to pick up and maybe rebuild and start over yeah. and kind of reload. Honestly, it stinks to always switch uh, yeah. players and I mean quarterbacks and coaches. And yeah, the whole like situation that. with Andrew Luck retiring was freaking yeah, was really I mean, tough for that organization. Yeah, odd, you, know? you know, but I I like that I don't Amish blame looking though, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he had a he 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 just had enough and it is what it is yeah, cuz he was getting beat up and then they drafted uh Quentin Nelson so i feel like yeah, yeah for he that. was getting getting hurt they just but, kept drafting wide receivers with no linemen he was just getting beat up running for his life yep but this is the Titans division to lose now i mean both teams don't have an easy easy road the rest of the way mm-hmm. um they still have some big games especially for the Colts they still have to go up against the Steelers and I think the Titans still have to play the Packers. So those are two big games that we'll definitely be looking at later down the road because you never know. The Colts might win out and and you might have a game where you have the Titans lose another one and they're tied somehow, some way. The Colts sneak in and get that division, mm-hmm. division title. But you never yeah. know. But moving on to the Vikings game. The Vikings win on a late game touchdown from Kirk Cousins to beat the Panthers 28-27. Yeah, what, I was absolutely what surprised. Uh, no Christian McCaffrey. Um, again, again, out with a shoulder injury. Man has been out yeah, all season. Yeah, the Panthers season, had a shot at the end. He missed a, a potential winning game, winning field goal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, their kicker, he was, I don't remember how far out. I think it was like 54 yards, and he absolutely shanked it far left. Like, it had no chance at all. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but crazy. I thought I thought they should have won the game. I thought the Panthers should have won. Honestly, they had two big defensive touchdowns um, in the third quarter that that put them up twenty one fourteen. But they lost. Yeah, I mean, again, I think they're another team that is they're better than their record shows, but they haven't figured out a way to finish games. And I, honestly, like I think I said this last week, I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina tries to. Uh, draft a quarterback this year in the mm, draft. That wouldn't be a bad look. Because of the way that things are going. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is good, and I think he's a good quarterback, but you might be able to land your hands on him. I don't want to say a Trevor Lawrence because that's that's solely possession for the New York Maybe Jets coming Justin straight Field. hot. But Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, you never yeah. know. Those are those are two guys that the Colts – I mean the Colts – that the um, Panthers might have on their radar to pair with McCaffrey. Mm. And they, they have some pretty it good wide receivers. Be dynamic with either one of those guys. On oh, team. yeah. Yeah. But um, talking about the game, the Vikings, Justin Jefferson is going to be a beast. He's yeah, going to be a nasty Everybody receiver if that. he's not already. I mean, I knew that coming into the season, how good he was after just watching one game last year. I mean. Yeah, in the college. Dude, in the, yeah, dude, the, just a monster. I watched the national championship. I'm yeah. like, wow, this fucking guy is nasty. Him and uh, his teammate, I, Jerry Judy. No, Jerry Judy didn't went go to there. Alabama? No, yeah, they played in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. went to but, uh, LSU, too. Uh, I think it's like Amir Chase or something like that. I, I don't quote me on that, but yeah, yeah, they got yeah. another. They got another guy who's coming out of the draft this year that I think the Giants are looking at because 
that is a definitely a need for the Giants is a playmaker on offense. Mm. But Vikings hold on to win this one and kind of stay in the hunt for the uh, NFC conference playoffs. They're sitting at five and six right now. I mean, it seems like Green yeah, Bay's division to, to win card, at eight and three. Down. Yeah, it's 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 funky this year. You know, it's just real funky. The Giants are four and seven and have a chance to win the division. Mm. Like that doesn't make sense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like this doesn't add up. But moving on to a game that surprised a lot of people, including me and you, because we both picked the Cardinals to win this one. Patriots upset the Cardinals on a game winning field goal, 20 to 17. This was a really, really classic Bill Belichick game, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he made them win with the passing game, and that's not their game. I mean, nope. especially with nope. the weather, it didn't help. Nope. Uh, poor weather day. Uh, nope. But yeah, they, I feel like he, um, Kinsbury, I think the coach's name, he just yeah, got out coach. Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, he, Bill Belichick, absolutely. He has, he probably has the best cover corner in the league. On the, Gilmore. on the Patriots and Stephon Gilmore, and he was yeah. just following around Hopkins all day and shut him yeah. down. So there's nothing for him to do because, I mean, as a quarterback, as a young quarterback, he might not be willing to take those risks and attack that. I mean, I don't know if it's a good idea yeah. to do that. But I think I think Kyle like a quarterback has that. I feel like a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson might challenge that. I don't know even. Yeah, I'd have to like look at the film. I didn't watch the whole game, but like, I didn't see him challenge. I mean, he didn't get that many looks at all, to be honest. He he had five receptions, I think, in yeah. the game. But you know, like you were saying, they made him throw the they made Kyler Murray throw the ball and not let him run around, which is definitely a recipe if you want to beat them. Because if you let him run, he is going to yeah, backyard carve football. your defense into pieces. Yeah, backyard football is again, what he does best. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, again, if you bring pressure like they, if like the Patriots defense was doing, he's not a big guy in the pocket. So whenever he gets that ball out with pressure in front of him, you put your hand up like the D lineman did, and you get an interception. Mm. And those ended up being freaking the turning points of the game. And not only were those big – you had a, a moment in the second quarter, I think it was, right before halftime, where they were on the one-yard line with five seconds to go, I think. Well, anyways, they run the ball on fourth down with Kenyon Drake, and they get stuffed. Yeah. I mean, and that was a costly, costly miss the by the Arizona yeah, the offense. definitely the reason why the Patriots won the game. Campbell defense, Campbell oh, yeah. They like shit. Uh Oh, yeah, he did. He only threw the ball 18 times. Yeah, I think he had under 100 yards passing. Oh. Yeah, he, he did not have the best game. And and he was saying that in the press conference. He said he'd rather have an ugly win than a pretty loss. Yeah, I mean, and I, it is and, what it is. And that, that's like any day, team. a win's a win. Yeah, but um, anyways, the Patriots kicker Nick Folk kicks the game-winning field goal as time expires to win 2017. Um, Arizona had a chance to take the lead prior to that drive for the pay for the Patriots, but their kicker ended up missing the field goal to put them up 2017 and the Patriots go down the field and they get a, they get a really, really much needed. Um, I think it was a, um, Oh, unnecessary roughness by the rookie Isaiah Simmons. He oh, absolutely yeah. cracked oh, kind of a bad Cam call. Newton. I mean, no, it wasn't. He, he absolutely he wasn't out broke. of bounds yet. No, he was he, running he gave out of himself bounds. Up. 
He gave himself up, and, yeah. and Isaiah Simmons they laid his protect, shoulder into Cam Newton's face. They want to protect the quarterbacks. I get at it. all times. He wasn't out but, of bounds yet. He was probably listen, two steps away from out of bounds. That that is a lesson to be learned for that rookie. You just yeah. gave up 15 yards, and Cam Newton does a dink and a dunk, and now you have a 40 yard field goal for the win. If that wouldn't have happened, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know what would have happened, but you would have had to look at the scenario of. They would have the offense would have had to make make more plays. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was very costly. And Patriots sitting at five and six are still sneaking around yeah. somehow, some way for the playoff hunt. I mean, they might get a wild another, card spot. I doubt maybe, it. Maybe. Now they actually stacked this year, so they're uh, they're definitely stacked against the Patriots. Yeah, they definitely have a uphill uphill battle. Oh, to what go, a great but... year is, is it going to be to see the Patriots not make the playoff? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. I think a lot of Patriots fans are starting to grow on Cam Newton and they're liking him more than maybe let's say they did earlier in the season, but I think I think if the Patriots are smart, they would sign him to a big deal because if they don't, he's going to go get paid somewhere else. Denver would throw money at him. I'm sure there's a couple other teams that I can't think of right now that will throw money at him. Maybe even the Lions or the yeah, Panthers. No, not the Panthers, because he was just there. But he'll he'll get a contract next Somewhere. year, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen with 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 that because it's either he's going to be there or the Patriots are going to have some some faith in their in their drafting skills, which Bill Belichick in his career hasn't really been good at. He's doo doo without Tom Brady, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was that was the end of that one. But moving on to another AFC East battle, Miami Dolphins take care of the New York Jets, twenty to three. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets to start over to Tagovailoa because of a hand injury that he had. So, I mean, it wasn't like like it was going to be a stressful game. Honestly, the Jets suck. They they are like yeah, I mean, so it was bad. An ugly win for the. The Dolphins. It uh, definitely was. They was they they played the pretty sloppy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Gase is just terrible. I feel like I don't understand. I, I <laughs> hope he gets fired by the end of the year, and they give uh, Trevor Lawrence, who's probably going to be their first round pick, a fresh coach and a fresh GM. Just obviously like. Instead of like giving Gase another shot and firing him after, you know, Lawrence's first year, and then now you have Lawrence with two new coaches and two new systems yeah. in two years. Right. I feel like you're better off just starting off with a clean slate. Clearly, Adam Gase is not the guy. Great offensive coordinator, terrible head coach. Yeah, uh, he doesn't know shit. Just not honestly. a people person. Just a, yeah, he's uh, just a, a bad person. Always looks with around, always just looks like he's around. not on Adderall. He always looks spooked. Yep, uh, that's that's definitely something you see at him. But yeah. I mean, gives me gives me the heebie-jeebies when it. Like I feel like if I was in the room with, room with him, and I feel I'd feel yeah, like weird. How do you connect to a guy like yeah. that that just is okay with losing? Like Jets, for people who don't know, they're zero and eleven. They're the worst. Yeah, the way he talks watch. about him is he was saying something along the lines of how they're right there, just a a little bit of plays every in a bunch of games where they could have done and they should have could have won blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, but guys I mean, it, it only it only takes you can only say that card so many times before your team has to go out there and actually perform. But I mean at the same time, 
You look at the Jets team overall, they don't have anybody. Their offense stinks. Yeah. Their defense stinks. They have they, no playmakers. They're they probably have a young seeing a homeboy on the Panthers, Robbie Anderson, killing it. Went over well, there, yeah, got I his mean, money, went over there, and now he's balling out. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's just I mean they ruined Sam Donald's career. I feel bad for the man. He's a oh, good yeah. guy. He's, Ever he's, since he's, the ghost game, I knew he'd never be the same. Once he said yeah. he's seeing ghosts and feeling ghosts. Well, I mean, oh, freaking over. ESPN sends that shit out. Like, what are you doing? I was worried about getting getting smoked. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he seemed like he was going to be a good prospect coming out of college, but he went to a team that didn't didn't care went about him. He doesn't have anybody. Situation. Yeah, so that's where things are with the Jets. They stink. Miami, they are. Um, hold on, the Miami Dolphins are seven and four second place in the AFC East and most likely are going to be on their way to the playoffs, but you never know. It's yeah, going to be interesting I'm to see how sure they finish. They played the bills again. So their destiny is in their yeah. hands. Let's yeah. See. Yeah. 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 And that's definitely how you they want do. it. You they definitely play, don't want to have another team. They played the Bengals, Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. So they have a hard schedule coming up. The only easy they yeah. get an easy game next week. You expect them to beat the Bengals, especially with no Joe Burrow. But yeah, hopefully the Dolphins could. Uh, I'd like to see the Dolphins in the playoffs and you know get a, at least a wild card game and see what's up. Yeah, for sure. But okay, moving on. Browns hold off the Jaguars, twenty-seven twenty-five. Mm. This game was atrocious to watch. Honestly, I don't I don't think I watched more than a quarter of it. Yeah, but... uh, all I seen is that Baker Mayfield was talking a lot of shit on the sideline during the game. As as he normally does. Yeah, He's yeah, a very feisty won- guy. At least they won when he was talking shit, so that's good yeah. for them. I feel like the but... Browns aren't – they're not – I think they're pretenders. I feel like they do bad against the good teams, and they beat the bad teams, and – uh the defensive line is good. The defense is all right as a whole, but the D line is actually the the good part of them, it. Yeah, the, their best part. And yeah, uh, I, they almost lost this game. I mean, yeah. the Jaguars drove down the field with two minutes to go in the game. I don't even know the Jaguars scored a touchdown. Name? Yeah, Gannon or Glennon or something. Yeah, he's. He, I think Robinson is a good running back though. So I mean, the the Jaguars always played at a good tempo and kept. Kept the ball in Robinson's hands and uh, they made missed it interesting the, at least. They made they missed the two point conversion to tie the game 27 27. That just goes to show you how close it was at the end there. Yeah, but Jarvis Landry carried that offense for the Browns. He he uh finished with 143 yards and a touchdown. So they're definitely outside of Nick Chubb. They are been struggling, I feel like, to find guys to throw the ball to, but yeah, no, at the end of the day. Uh... Jarvis Landry, I think, like, yeah, he played well this week finally, so. Yeah, it's about time. Honestly, I haven't been fantasy football, and I haven't started him since, like, week four. And, you probably and he's still sitting week. on my bench. He's still sitting on the bench, yeah. and I didn't play him again. Yeah. So, that's just where things well, stand with whoop, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I whooped you up this week, too, in fantasy. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that I one. Care. We do not have to talk about oh, that on this. Yeah, this okay. is podcasting. Podcasting. Sorry about that, guys. It's the around right. Sorry about that, guys. No need to bring but, personal business into Listen, this. listen, listen, listen. I think the Giants can beat the Browns yeah, only when if, they play in Only if weeks. Daniel Jones is healthy. If Daniel Jones isn't healthy, I mean, it was almost comical to see Colt McCoy throw the ball. Every time he threw the ball, I held my breath. 
But, oh uh, man, we'll I talk more about shook. the Giants later. So, uh, moving Saints, on. Yeah, moving on. The Saints beat the quarterbackless Broncos, thirty-one to three. The Broncos had to use a practice squad wide receiver Kendall Houston to start at quarterback. Hilton. Kendall Hilton. Kendall Hilton. Sorry. Uh, getting old, can't see. Might need glasses <laughs> now. I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> but uh, he didn't. <laughs> He played terrible. He only threw the ball nine times and had two interceptions. So, yeah, uh, man. Brock but Luke, the guy man, had no. Yeah, you expect him to be t- like Taysom Hill. I mean, obviously so... Hill's pretty good though. He's he had two rushing touchdowns himself. Uh, Saints played pretty well. I didn't expect them to keep not miss a beat without Drew Brees like this. I definitely thought they were yeah. going to be bad. Uh, yeah, I mean the the Saints were the more the heavy favorite going into this game before the whole COVID situation happened with the Broncos quarterbacks, where literally all four of the quarterbacks on the Broncos roster had were well were exposed to COVID, so they all didn't suit up, which made the decision of the practice squad wide receiver yeah, they got, Kendall Hilton they got to fucked, start. So, but as soon as that broke, that there was going to be a practice squad guy starting. And he had no first team reps, no practice reps, no nothing. This game was over before it started. Oh yeah, honestly, for sure. they, the Broncos. I mean, they couldn't do anything. They just were trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, the Saints were just too much. Their defense was all over the place, and their offense did just enough. But yeah, talking about the Saints, they look good with Hill, man. I mean, I didn't yeah. expect it, but they're dynamic. I mean, they bring a he is he's a different he's so aspect crazy. to the offensive game with their. Uh, RPOs and able to run the ball now, and him and Kamara definitely a, a great duo together. I mean, I don't see, yeah. like I said, yeah. I don't see Drew Brees coming back this year, like his with his age and, and maybe in the playoffs at the end, but I don't see it in the regular season. To be I think he's gonna be back. I feel I like just his back. injury and his age with the punctured lung and the eleven fractured ribs. I mean. It's a lot to come back from at 41 years old when you can't take. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You you can only do a limited amount of stuff, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's definitely an uphill battle for Drew Brees to come back. But the the Saints are sitting pretty right now, and Taysom Hill and that offense is figuring it out to win games. I forget his name. Uh, on Alexander. Exactly. They signed him. From the the Niners. And he's been looking good, so – yeah, so the Saints sit atop of the NFC uh, conference right now at nine and two. NFC South, the first. No, well, I'm just saying the NFC conference. They're oh, nine the and two. Whole, they're the best. They're the they're best. The, yeah, they're the best team in the conference right now. So they hold the rights to the first round bye. Um, yeah, but only for one people team who gets a bye this year, guys, if you uh, yeah. forgot that with the new oh. playoff format. Yeah, right. So the the second round seed does play this year. Two but... versus seven, three versus. Six and four versus five. But what's interesting too, New Orleans has they they've won eight in a row. Yeah, they haven't won. They haven't lost since week two mm-hmm. or week three. They've been looking wow. good for sure. I didn't expect them to yeah lead the pack like this. I thought maybe Seattle and Green Bay and the Buccaneers, but uh, they've been yeah, looking no, they're, good. They're balling. They're balling. They lost to the Raiders and the Packers back to back games, and ever since then they haven't looked back. Yeah, they they're, play playing the at a, they're playing at a high level. Chiefs, Vikings, Panthers. I expect them to lose to the Chiefs. Honestly, they'll probably lose that. And Wait, Saints play the Chiefs? Yep, they oh, play the right. at the Falcons, at the mm. Eagles, at home versus the Chiefs. Christmas, listen, Christmas listen. week. Okay, listen. Oh, no, that game Christmas is day. They play the Vikings. That's weird. 
that game's going to be nuts. Saints Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. 49ers upset. Up, yeah. Moving on. 49ers upset the Rams 23 20. I was surprised by this one. I did not see the 49ers win in this game. I thought the Rams were the better overall team, but after watching it, the game, yeah. watching the, the um, Rams Niners offense struggle, yeah. they figure, the Niners are figuring out ways to just uh, put a team out there. Shanahan's a pretty good coach. I mean, I feel like he's coaching them up the best they can. I mean, they dealt with the injury bug all year, so yeah. kind of playing the hand they're dealt right now. <laughs> Right, this is the first loss for the Rams in their new SoFi Stadium. Ooh, so that's big one, big pretty, one for the 49ers. Yeah, there's pretty eight big. rivals. Oh yeah, but 49ers had some big turnovers as well. As well, they couldn't stop Aaron Donald. He was just all over the place. I mean, in he's front normally of, in the, front of the quarterback. Player, normally, you know what I mean. On the field, you know. Yeah, but I mean, even though the 49ers turned the ball over a couple times, so did the Rams. Jared Goff ended up throwing a pick six to one of the rookie D tackles on the, on the Niners, which ended up being real costly because they, the Rams are leading for most of this game and the 49ers, I'm sorry, the 49ers were leading for most of this game and the Rams came back to, to tie it up. But they, the 49ers won on a, on a late, on a game winning field goal from Robbie gold. And yeah, now the veteran getting it done. Uh, they shake up the NFC West for sure. Cause yeah. outside of that game, then they would have been eight and three and would have held first place in, in front of the Seattle Seahawks, which now are eight and three. So looks like it's Seattle's division to lose now because oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, they play a tough giants team next week, a division of fellow division leader. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that at four and seven next week. So yeah, Seahawks definitely yeah, look beatable after uh, the game last night. So I think I think some bad news though. The Seahawks are five and zero at home. They haven't lost, so Ooh. that's not that's not real good for the Giants' sake. But hey, you never know. That game between the Giants and the Seahawks next week is gonna be crazy, crazy, crazy. And another <laughs> crazy game this week was the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. They won 27-24. They jumped on them early, man. Uh, Bro. I think, think Tyreek Hill had 200 yards at the end of the first quarter. Bro, he finished the game with 13 receptions. Crazy. 269 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, him and Mahomes were on fire. Mahomes finished with three touchdowns and 462 yards. You would think Ooh. you would think after the first time that he'll be oh yeah but i mean they're cornerback one-on-one you would think after the first time like hey like we should we should you know bring the high safety over (laughs) here so they let him drown out there they let him drown out there i felt bad for for home buccaneers there oh the buccaneers defense absolutely fell apart early in this game after the first quarter of 17 yeah they definitely had two touchdowns and uh the buccaneers basically ran out of time for the comeback yeah i mean it was just too little too late tom brady didn't play terrible he played like shit early in the game and he played a lot better to the second quarter and so on and so forth listen that's that's what separates the good teams from the great teams the chiefs 
who are have it turned on all game long, know everything that's going to happen on their offense and know everything that's going to happen. I feel like this year with COVID, though, man, I feel like that had a big effect on the Buccaneers. I mean, say what you want about them. It's week three. Yeah, but, I mean, every team's been affected the same way. Yeah, Everybody's had no preseason. The core of the Chiefs has been there for five years. With Andy Reid, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, you're right. Tom Brady going into a new system, new playbook whole different style of play. Not like think about it. Tom Brady is playing with the least amount of tight ends and in the and fullbacks and running backs than he's ever had in his career. He's getting creamed out there. They're playing shotgun and I mean he's really never played like that. So I feel like it's a big adjustment for him and the Buccaneers as a whole. Yeah. I mean you don't want to make excuses for the uh the Buccaneers, but then at the same time, I mean, you got to think about it a little bit, you know. Their offense doesn't look in sync at all. No, yeah, and I feel like that Tom Brady comes down to that. No mini camp, no OTAs, no. They're just figuring it out on the fly. Stuff, you know, I mean, COVID kind of yeah. messed a lot of things up this year. I mean, for everybody uh, and all everybody life, you know. So, but Tom, Tom Tom Brady had um, Rob Gronkowski as his top target who had 106 yards receiving, and that's not normally how it should be. You should normally have Goodwin or, or Godwin or Evans as your top receivers. I mean, those are your best best playmakers on offense. Yeah, you know? he definitely brought it old school and showed some old school vibes. Gronk was going crazy at one point. I think he had like a couple catches in a row. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Their chemistry between those two guys have been there yeah, for but, however many years. And it just goes to show you how much repetitions come into yeah, play. Yeah, but not and, for nothing. Mike Evans has already 11 touchdowns, I think, this year. No, so I know, but like, but like there were bad, you know? there were some key moments in this game that I watched the way that Mike Evan, Evans was breaking off of his routes and Tom Brady was hesitant to throw or he was throwing it too high because Mike Evans wasn't breaking on his routes. And you could tell that there was some kind of some, you know, miscommunication for sure. So I think yeah. they definitely need to clean those woes up before playoff time because they're a good team. They have a solid defense, but they if they can't let what happened to them against the Chiefs happen again where they go down 17 nothing early in a game and now they're fighting back for the rest of the game. I mean, not for nothing, I think a big storyline that – people don't really talk about or I just haven't been listening to a lot of Tom Brady hasn't been throwing the deep ball. He hasn't been throwing that bitch. Yeah. He's been, he's been dinking and dunking. He, I can't remember the last time I seen him fling it over 50 yards. Mm-hmm. When was the last time he's done it? He's, it's been a while. So defenses aren't really, you know, they're like, Hey, well, if Tom Brady's not going to take a shot on me, why am I going to keep sitting back waiting for him to throw it to Mike Evans up in the air? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the one thing I want to they got they got to they got to take more shots. Yeah, one thing I want to get in there before we move on and continue about the Buccaneers is God, since they've signed Antonio Brown, one in three. Yikes! Yeah. Well, I mean, yikes! I get, yikes! I I get it, but at the same time, who have they played those past three games? They played all. Good teams, all teams all the over. Saints, the Panthers, the Rams, and the Chiefs. I mean, they the Rams are a good team. By three, they got blown out by the Saints, and they blew out the Panthers. Yeah, they got was pretty, a they got a pretty uh, easy schedule to close up the rest year. of the, the way. Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons. 
So they should go yeah. undefeated, in my opinion, go eleven and five and get a wild card spot. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the league, and they proved it again on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they they beat their ass for sure. They literally it looked effortlessly, honestly, with with Patrick Mahomes on offense. He was just he was just doing video game like stuff, just mm-hmm. throwing off his back foot sideways, upside down, just whatever he wanted to do. And he had Tyree Kill open all game long. Oh, I don't yeah. think I, I don't remember the last time I saw a receiver have that many yards in a game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't remember the last one. I mean, yeah, I know, I know what happened. Right that's but what I do with the, that's like some Megatron shit right there. That's that, what that is. That's what I do with Henry Ruggs against all you guys in Madden. Oh gosh, here we go. Moving on. Packers smash the Bears forty-one twenty-five. Aaron Rodgers goes crazy for four touchdowns, and this game was over before it even started because the Bears' offense is. Crap! Yeah, Mitch Trubisky sucks. Oh, what a ter- what a what an embarrassment to for them to trade all those draft picks for him. God, what a terrible decision that was. Yeah, they suck. They gave and up so much for Mitch Trubisky, and he sucks. They were they've lost six straight. Yeah, or no, they've lost five straight. They they were five and one, and now they can't figure out how to win a game. And it it I mean we were saying about it earlier, like earlier in the year when they were whatever five and one or four and one. I, I didn't really believe in them as a oh, team yeah. because their defense was carrying them in every game. Every giant giant should have beat them earlier in the year. They should have mm-hmm. freaking won. Yeah. If it wasn't for Saquon tearing his ACL, we would have had that game. I agree. No, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. But Packers, again, they look great. Bounced back from that loss against the Colts last week. Devontae Adams had a big day. Um, Aaron Rodgers Aaron, balled out. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers went crazy. That defense – was solid, played all around, and yeah, that was that was good to see for them. Definitely, and, uh, potential Super Bowl contenders coming out the NFC. I feel like the Saints, the Packers, yep, the Buccaneers. I mean, I can't count out Tom Brady, Seahawks, the Seahawks. And I feel like those are the those are the teams, teams that realistically are, have a good shot at coming out of the yeah. NFC to make it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't got really much more to say about that one. So so let's move on to another (laughs) great game that pissed me off. The Seahawks beat the Eagles 23-17. This game was crazy. What? I mean, not real crazy. America exploded at the end of this game because, God, what? how much money did the Seahawks and the Eagles cost everybody? They give up, what, they give up eight points and 40-whatever seconds at the end of the game when the spread was six and a half. Oh, everybody was pissed. I mean, Seahawks played good. Including you? Yeah, oh, Including I was pissed. You? I was winning 156 bucks on FanDuel. Went down to three bucks. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, I like that will do it to you. The Seahawks balled out. Uh, DK Metcalf had a career game, ten receptions for 177 yards. He he, watching him last night just kind of solidified how how much of a freak he is. Yeah, to me, like I mean, a, he was going crazy. Like that, the cornerback that they had Darius Slay on him. He's a mega. He's, he's, he's a good. He's corner. a good. Yeah, he's he's good. a really good corner, and you know he he was doing his best to try to contain DK Metcalf, but. There were some moments where Russell Wilson just threw the ball up and, and Slay doing the best he can on defense was all over him and Metcalf still caught the ball and yeah. still shrugged him off. Yeah, he he's just falling. he just he looks like he's a man amongst boys. Yeah, honestly. You just gotta honestly give him a chance to make a play and Yeah. Just, and I think they're starting to do that now. Yeah. Like Seattle is realizing like 
this is our this is our deep threat right here. Like the defense is gonna have to play double uh, safety over the top because DK is going to burn whoever you put yeah, out there in so front of him. Fast and he's so he big, so and he fast, and so big. He can run yeah. good routes. He he dropped the touchdown though. That he, he did at the end. Probably, it was weird because yeah. he kind of tripped. He was yeah, like kind of yeah, 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 that yeah. guy, so it was like awkward the way he jumped. So. Yeah, but he's I didn't pass on that one. He should have caught it though. I mean, he was it was wide yeah. open. The corner fell down. He kind of was, kind of jumped and was like in between his. He was like in between his legs a little bit, but whatever. They still won the game. Like I said, screw me over in points. Carson Wentz sucks. Not the same <laughs> guy. Not the same guy he was since before he had all yeah. the injuries and everything. I mean. Yeah, it's just like a like same thing with the Cowboys. Like when they lose, everybody everybody starts pointing out the bad stuff. The fans are so funny; they get so mad. They think that one Super Bowl means something. It's old. Well, hey, I mean for a old for a franchise that's never won, just getting one is like old. You're on top of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's not just like team ever. I mean. uh, it's temporary. It goes fast. I mean, you you always yeah. want your team to be the next dynasty, and it stinks for that defense because they're nasty, man. They got yeah. No, they, they listen. A, they played. They, they got played a playoff well. worthy defense. I mean, with the right offense, they could definitely win the Super Bowl. Well, that's why they were. That, that's why they were the team. Yeah, that's why they were one of the favorites to win the division because yeah. of how good that defense was, and nobody expected Carson Wentz to be leading the league in picks and sacks and stuff like that. Nobody was expecting any of that, but their offense sucks and there's no way around it. They have no old line. They have nobody to throw the ball to. They can't figure out a way to get Miles Sanders going. I mean, it's just overall really bad. And I'm curious to see what their situation is going to be like. A lot of people in the media, in the sports media, are waiting for that backup quarterback, Jalen Hurts, to get his shot. Yeah, and I'm curious to see what's gonna happen if they might let him. Yeah, you know? at this point, I feel like you don't even want to mess him up because that O line's so bad, and like, why let him go in there and get crushed? You know, I mean, yeah, he might come in and do better, but at this point, you don't want to ruin the guy. If anything, you start fresh next year, and if he's your yeah. guy next year, he's your guy. You know, if you're gonna give him a shot, you might mm-hmm. maybe put him in towards more towards the end of the season, the last two games and like right. really see what's up moving on from the Seahawks game, going into our giants, getting the big win against the Bengals, 19 to 17 came at a price. This was massive for the giants. Came at I'm a so price. happy. They won. Daniel Jones tweaked his hamstring. I mean, they don't know the severity of, <laughs> of it. Big win for them. Daniel Jones leaves the game early with a hamstring injury in the third quarter. He avoids a season-ending injury from the doctor's sources, whatever that means. Um, he has a mild hamstring injury, and the chances of him playing against Seattle are probably real slim. But, uh, yeah, Cole McCoy came in. He didn't look good. It was kind of comical when he did try and throw the ball. Yeah. Um, he. So, I mean, the Giants at that point in the game in the third quarter, they're winning, I think it was 13-10 with Colt McCoy coming in. So, I mean, all game long, the defense was – putting Brandon Allen on his ass. They were getting to him. They he, did, he had no time to throw the ball. They couldn't run the ball. They just weren't doing anything on offense. So I wasn't really worried about them scoring. I just didn't want that one play that normally happens to the Giants because it's it just almost the way happened. that things he, have been going. He almost you know came I mean? back that punt at the end of the game. Yeah, so talking about talking about the offense real quick, they look good. 
I thought they played a pretty good game. The offense didn't have too many penalties. There was one penalty late in the game that the right tackle Cam Fleming had that was super costly. Oh, yeah. The Giants had a third and four, and they run this route where uh, it's play action, and they have the running back go out to the to the right side of the field. He's wide open, first down, and a lot of people thought the game was over. But you hold on for a second because you look at the freaking replay, and this guy, Cam Fleming, is ripping down a linebacker to the ground for absolutely no reason because oh, the, yeah. the nah, picture is so far down. He was, it was just so far out of the play. Yeah, yeah. I was just – I mean – that was one of the big penalties that happened. But other than that, I thought they played a pretty good game on both sides of the ball with penalties. Um, Wayne Gallman had a big day. He rushed for 94 yards and a touchdown. He has been such a great um, such a great running back for us since Saquon has gone down. And he's been like that even yeah. last year when Saquon was down too. The guy coming out of Clemson, I mean, he's finally getting his shot. He's a, a pretty decent running back. He can run. He can catch. He can block. He's a complete running back. So. Yeah, and our our offensive line has been playing oh, much yeah, better. They've been playing better and better every week. Andrew Thomas, the left tackle out of Georgia, is definitely not the same player he was out of uh, yeah week one, at the beginning he, of the season. He's yeah, he's playing much every better every week, which you love to see out of uh, your first round left tackle draft pick. Big difference from uh, Eric Flowers. What we're used to, the guy was just horrible and showed no progression at all. Oh man, I was, uh, that was good one of the worst Thomas Giants picks getting, ever. Getting better and looking good, and yeah. they have another rookie starting, and they've been starting Shane Lemieux at left guard, even with Hernandez being back from COVID. I mean, Lemieux's played good enough, I guess, where they think he's worthy yeah. of the starting job. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those situations where um, Hernandez went down with COVID, and the rookie Lemieux, Shane Lemieux, came in, and now he's starting, and that's just the way things are right now. Even though Hernandez is healthy, like you said, so yeah, he played definitely well playing better. And yeah, they met and, well, they gelled a little bit better, or something like that. I mean, sometimes that's just how it is. Yeah, and also they had a plenty of time for Daniel Jones to throw the ball. He had oh, yeah, plenty he had of time. all day. I mean, he got hurt on a QB scramble. It wasn't like a him getting creamed in the pocket or anything like that, which is always good. And it was yeah, just... Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram had a big big day. I mean, even though he had a one turnover, where it was all he tried the to... good, the bad, and the ugly from him yesterday. Uh, yeah. today, he, uh, he finished great. with six. Uh, he had some uh, big mosses. <laughs> he mossed a couple people. He, he finished with six receptions, one hundred twenty nine yards. And he had one costly fumble that was... Oh, it almost ruined the game. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is with that guy. I I like him as a player. I don't really know what they're going to do with him. I think he's going to stay on the team. I feel like they'll be able to keep him for cheap. So I feel like hopefully they do keep him. I like him as a player. He's so fast, man, and explosive. I feel like you can yeah. fix drops and catching the ball, man. He's an yeah. NFL athlete. Like He can get that but, together. Uh, Colt McCoy, he took over again in the third quarter. We'll see where if he – I mean, it seems like the Giants are going to have him oh, ready to go. We're in trouble. He's got – man's got a noodle. Yeah, I mean – Have no faith they'll have, at all. I feel like – They'll uh, have a full week to prepare with him, so yeah, at least so they'll have enough. And it'll be a little bit better. Hopefully they can yeah. at least utilize but, I mean, the talents he does have. They're going up against Seattle, who has a defense that seems like they're figuring out how to play together and they're absolutely balling now. Jamal Adams is all over the place and they're figuring out ways to get 
KJ Wright, the linebacker, and Bobby Wagner more involved on the defense. But those are some big, big things to look at in the Giants next week against Seattle. And definitely have to look at to see what the deal is, is going to be with Daniel Jones because if he's back, they definitely are going to play him. But um, yeah, personally, if he's not healthy. Yeah, just let him. If he's healthy, he should play. If he's not, don't rush him. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, he's. it seems like the Giants aren't going to move on from him. I don't think they should. I think he's starting to figure out how to be an NFL quarterback. He's making better reads. He's throwing the ball well. And he's our best rusher by far. And, you know, you don't – like slow guys don't pull their hamstrings. So he's he's a pretty fast guy. You know what I mean? It's not like he's he's getting oh, yeah. hurt off some doofy stuff. No, he's he's running hard and he's, he's fighting he's for those yards. quarterback of all time. <laughs> That's absurd. I but. think I think that's just straight line speed. But I mean, he can run fast. I mean, he's fast, man. I mean, he's big and doofy, but he's quick. Yeah, and also pretty pretty good for the Giants kicking. Uh, the kicker um, Graham Gano, four, he had four field goals in this game. Um, he had COVID All last week, out. I think it was, and he, he didn't miss a game though. Yeah, no, he didn't miss a game because they had the bye week. week. But he yeah. had he had COVID and he came back and he's been kicking lights out. I don't think he's missed at all this season, which is pretty big. So, and they just inked him up to a new deal for the next, I think, two or three years, which is which is pretty big. So, I thought, I mean, if it wasn't for him making all those damn field goals, we wouldn't have won this game for sure. Definitely. But moving into the defense, um, turnovers came later in the game. I mean. There were some chances early on that I that I liked with the Giants' defense, where they were bringing pressure, and there were some couple interceptions that that were dropped. Honestly, I mean, Jabril Peppers almost had one intercepting a pass on AJ Green going down the sideline. Logan Ryan almost had one down the sideline. But anyways, in the third quarter, Logan Ryan had a big strip fumble to set the Giants up for a field goal, and then Nico Lalos, he's a undrafted rookie. Signed from the practice squad, comes on at linebacker and comes up with a deflection interception, which was which was pretty big. I mean, LeBron James went to the same high school. Fun, oh, hey, fun fact, fun fact for for all of you who don't know that. But, uh, the Giants, Giants linebacker was Giants defense was are fourth in the NFL in takeaways right now. They've been balling out this year with uh, Patrick Graham, new defensive coordinator, and Joe Judge. Those guys are just bought in. I mean, they fly around on defense just. He was with the uh, Dolphins last year, just like their Dolphins did uh, defense did last year. Uh, same thing with the Giants this year. They fly around out there, man, and they don't really have the All Star names. Even though Bradbury should be an All Star name, he's oh, he's gonna the, make he's the been Pro one of the Bowl. best. Yeah, but I feel like the way he's been playing, he should be All Pro, not Pro Bowl. He's playing at an All Pro level this year. I think. Well, he, hey, he'll probably make All Pro too. I think he's number one in – and like past deflections and number one and percentages like against him. So he's been balling out this year, man. He's got a big, big task ahead of him next week against Seattle going up against DK Metcalf. I feel so like the defense is going to answer the bell. I feel like if they do beat us, it's not going to be with the big plays. That's one thing that this defense doesn't do like the old defenses did. The old defenses used to give up the big plays. This defense doesn't really do that. If anything, they just kind of – March down the field and score that way. But as far as those big, I mean, they had the one special teams blunder this week, but that's special teams. That's not really defense, you know? Yeah. Um, Brandon Allen for the Bengals quarterback. First start, and I don't even know how many 
weeks or years, whatever. He had only 155 total yards. I mean, this was easily winnable for the Giants, but, I mean, they always like to make things difficult. They always like to make it freaking nuts. And that kind of goes into the point where the special teams had to punt the ball with, I think it was two-minute warning or whatever, and the the guy on the Bengals almost runs it back. And if it wasn't for one of the one of the guys linebackers on the Giants for tackling of them, he just he literally saved the game. Oh yeah, the game was the game. Game. And then they came out and uh, Jabal Sheard forced a a strip sack and was recovered by uh, Leonard Williams. Williams. And that was the game. Yeah. And that and was the game. I honestly, yeah, that was. I big. think I texted you as soon as it happened. I said, "Oh my god, they're gonna lose!" Like the ones getting yeah. back the punt. Well, I mean, it was like a perfect recipe for a Giants loss. Oh like, yeah, for this sure. This is how they lose week in and week out. Yeah, every, I feel like past five or six years. It's definitely exciting and encouraging to see them win a game like this because it actually shows that they're actually progressing, and it's. Yeah, I mean, even after, though it's against a team that's pretty yeah, but bad, it but it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't Those matter. Those teams with Pat Shermer and uh, the coach before him, Ben McAdoo, mm-hmm. they don't win this game. I mean, Ben McAdoo had that one good season the first year after Coughlin was, was gone, but that's Coughlin's team. Like, you know, he just left. This guy was offensive coordinator. He still had all the same t- pieces from the year before, and they just gelled. And then after that, they shit the bed because they – were what he coached them to be, and that wasn't a good team at all. And it kind of screwed us in the long run, and they made some bad decisions, him and Jerry Reese. Yeah. At the end so, of Jerry Reese. So what do you think? Do you think the Giants end up winning the division? I was or? looking at I was looking at the, the schedules, man, and they got one of the harder schedules. The Eagles have a hard schedule too, so I think that they'll be able to hold out, but I honestly think that as much as I don't want to say it, the Cowboys have the easiest schedule. So yeah, they they do. No, they so, do have the easiest so, remaining schedule. So I don't know. Honestly, I hope the Giants win, but I won't. I will. I don't know. Honestly, it's gonna. But I think I think if um if they're gonna win this division, they're gonna need Daniel Jones back. But if he doesn't come, if he doesn't play for the next two weeks, I mean, you can't you you can't really think that it's the division's over because if you think about it, if Daniel Jones was there, not to say that they're going to lose against the Seattle and the Cardinals, but on paper, the Seattle's a better team. And so is Arizona. So if, if he's back by the Browns in three weeks, that's not bad because they're sitting at four and nine. And if you think the rest of the division is going to lose some games, the Steelers are going up against the Eagles. Washington football has to still play the Steelers. Shit, so maybe, maybe, you know what I mean? maybe Lamar I Jackson mean, be out for the rest of the year. Critical condition, COVID-19. No, I'm just playing. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I would I, that, nobody. I, but, no. uh, yeah, it's going to be – I don't see the Giants winning it, man. Honestly, looking at the schedule, if Daniel Jones isn't playing, I just don't see it. Yeah, I kind of feel like it'll hurt us in a way if we if we uh, if we win the division. Yeah, just because like yeah, I pick whatever. As, yeah, like now at least as... now at least with Daniel Jones hurt and us being in first place and probably looking like we were going to win the division with him healthy, it kind of gives us an excuse in a way. Like, yeah, oh, but I mean, win regardless, the but I mean, yeah, yeah, regardless, I'd still want to see him win the division. You yeah. know. I mean, I don't. Playoffs I don't want don't them matter. to lose. Zero and zero, you know, it's yeah. anything can happen. It's football. No, I'm curious to see what the off season is going to be like too. They'll they have money to spend. Need to go out. 
So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, they definitely need to go out and get a playmaker out. Hopefully on, they on, cut Nate Solder and get all that money back. Don't think I forgot about that bum. Yeah, he, he definitely won't be there next year. I mean, no even need though he to sat have, out no all year, there's no now. need. Yeah, but there's yeah, no Thomas need. already been through the fire, so. Yeah, but – that's you got anything else you want to say about the Giants? No, I mean the special teams played like shit, and besides that, I mean the win to win. That a way to end it off on the Giants. There we go. But that's that's all we that's all we got for NFL Week Twelve recap. It was a crazy week for sure. Um, the games were fun to watch. Uh, definitely interested to see how this game goes tomorrow night with or tomorrow mid-afternoon on the east coast for the Steelers and the Ravens because it's still not the end of week 12 but there's no Thursday night game this week because that got moved so we're going to get into our NFL week 13 preview and picks like we were saying earlier I'm leading Juan right now by a light 14 win. So I got a good cushion. I don't yeah, necessarily have to go over the next the next couple weeks. Not worried so, about it. Without further ado, let's get into our picks. Um, so Sunday games, one o'clock Saints against the Falcons on the road. Or yeah, let me let me let me redo that. Without further ado, let's get into the Sunday one o'clock game. Saints on the road against the Falcons in a divisional matchup. Who do you like? Oh, who do I like in that one? Saints, Falcons. Give me the Saints. I feel like they stay hot with uh, Hill. Falcons got a big win this week, but I don't think their luck is going to continue. I feel like the Saints just run the ball, and they just show them who the better team is on both sides of the ball. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going to have to pick the Saints as well, even though the Falcons just came off a big win against the Raiders. This is a divisional matchup. And I think their Saints are going to bring it to the Falcons. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a close game, if I had to guess. This is not going to be a blowout like the Falcons just had. But it's going to be a good one. I think the Saints end up winning and proving to 10-2. And and for the Falcons going down to 4-8. So moving on. Lions on the road against the Bears in another divisional game. Oh, what a stinker this game is going to be. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty boring game. uh, I think the Lions are going to respond to the head coach getting fired, and I think they win this game, honestly. I feel like both teams stink. I feel like they'll play well without the with the new head interim head coach and the GM and I feel like they haven't a won diff- a divisional game yet. It'll They're be a, I feel like it'll just be a different vibe, you know. I feel like going out on a limb with this one. I think the Bears are the better team. I just feel like football sometimes is a game about momentum, you know, and I feel like yep, they'll yep, have yep. momentum and they'll yeah. get that that win. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. <laughs> I I like their defense a lot. And I think their offense sucks, but they're going to do just enough to beat the Lions. And also, the Bears have lost five in a row. They're just looking to get back to winning. Like, they haven't won in over five weeks. So, I'm curious to see how this game goes. It'll probably be another close game for sure. But I think the Bears ultimately win this one. And probably a nail-biter, honestly. Mm -hmm. But moving on. Browns on the road against the Titans. This is the first matchup for the Browns against a team over 500 in quite some time. Yeah, I think they're they're a pretender, man. I feel like the Titans are going to run all over them. Uh, Henry's going to have his way. Tannehill's going to have his way. The Browns are pretenders, like I said earlier. They beat the bad teams, but they don't beat the good teams. So I expect the Titans to have an easy win, at least 10 points. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going with the Titans as well. I think, like you said, Browns are pretenders. They aren't going to be able to figure out a way to stop Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown on that offense. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see for sure. I mean, even though the Titans will probably win this game, I'm curious to see how the Browns come out, though. I mean, are they going to come out and get waxed? Or are they going to come out and put up a fight and lose by, you know, less than a touchdown? It's going to be interesting to see because even though they're 8-3, and three, I mean, they do have a young coach, and Baker Mayfield is, you know, kind of wishy-washy. So it'll be interesting, but Titans will ultimately end up winning this one, I think. Yeah, Baker makes good commercials. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, moving on. Bengals on the road against the Dolphins. This is probably another snooze fest game, but Dolphins who do you like? Done. I feel like they're going to make the playoffs this year. Bengals, no Joe Burrow. They stink. Not really yeah. much to say about that one. I feel like the Dolphins yeah. got that easy. Yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins as well. Brian Flores figures out another way to win another game, and Bengals can't figure it out without Joe Burrow because, you know, They're I mean, guys. he's their franchise guy. That's just this is what it is. Moving on, Jaguars on the road against the Vikings. Oh, man, I don't know. This one's kind of got me torn. No, I think the Vikings will do enough to win this game. I feel like yeah. I, I at least trust Kirk Cousins a little bit more than I don't even know the Jaguars quarterback. So I feel like the quarterback factor is my reason. He's your X factor? Yeah, I feel like he's just a little bit better, I guess. Not much. Yeah, but. yeah. no, for sure. It's definitely going to be uh, an interesting game. But I want to pick the Jaguars, but I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, they're on the road against the team that just won against um, and like they won it overtime. So I'm going to pick the Vikings as well. I think they figure out a way to get things done in a, probably a close game. I don't think the Jaguars are going to get waxed in this one. Yeah, definitely be a close game. I agree. Uh, moving on, Raiders on the road against the Stinky Jets. They're going to stomp up the Jets. The Jets suck. They're going to go 0-16. Uh, next question. Tank for Tua. I mean, t- tank, tank for, for Trevor. Tank for Trevor, baby. Coming up, you oh, Jets fans. Don't be so sad. It's coming up. You about to get the new guy. Let's start. I'm picking the Raiders, too. I don't really have much more to say other than the Jets suck and the Raiders are going to bounce back from the loss. So that's it. Moving on. Um, Washington football team going on the road against the Steelers. Uh, Give me the Steelers. I do think it's going to be a close football game. I think the Washington football team's defensive line makes it interesting. They got a bunch of first-round draft picks on that D-line. Like yeah, no, like this is going to be a good game. Steelers and might they, end up by winning by double digits at the yeah. end, but I feel like it, the score isn't going to reflect the, the game play. Right, and this game isn't on Sunday at 1. This game got moved to Monday night because of the Steelers playing tomorrow at 3. So, so that makes sense. Because of COVID. Some kind of rest. So they'll have some sort of rest. But honestly, this if this game was in – Washington, this would be a much, much more closer game than a lot of people would. I'm picking the Steelers in this one. I think they're going to figure out a way to get it done, um, even though they're playing on Wednesday and they got a short week on Monday, whatever, yada, yada, yada. They still figure out a way. They're going to probably go undefeated. That's just my opinion. Ooh, um, I don't think they go undefeated, but we'll see. <sighs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see another divisional game. Colts on the road against the Texans. Mm, oh, man. Who do you like? As much as I want to say that I did expect uh, Watson to come out and upset the stinky Colts, but with Will Fuller going out on suspension, I don't think they have a shot anymore. I feel like the Colts' defense 
is the difference in this game, and they shut down Watson enough to win. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Colts as well. No Will Fuller is a big X factor for me. If he was there, I would have maybe thought about picking the Texans, but Deshaun don't got the nobody to throw the damn ball to, so that's going to be interesting to see how that game goes. Excuse me. Moving on to the 4 o'clock games. Another divisional game. This is this will probably be one of the better games of the week. Rams against the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are like? back this week. I feel like oh, Kyle, Murray, Kyle Murray was having an MVP-like season, so I feel like he continues to he, – he bounces back from this week and plays a lot better. Man, both exposed. Both teams coming off of a loss. Aaron both Donald teams could, could need a win. To keep afloat in the playoff picture, Rams are seven and four. They can probably, I mean, not to say they want to lose, but they could afford to lose one game. But Arizona six and five, backs yeah. against the wall. They don't want to go to, they don't want to go to six and six. Ah, like man, this dogs out be, there. I'm gonna uh, pick the Rams. Ooh, I'm picking the Rams. I think they're gonna best player on the field. Yeah, I think the Rams are gonna um they're gonna do it. They're gonna figure out a way to win this one. I mean, it's not gonna be pretty. I know it's gonna be a close game for sure. Kyler Murray's gonna try to do everything in his power to get things going, but earlier in the season the Rams beat the Cardinals. I'm pretty sure they they played already, so it's gonna be a good one. Both teams need to win badly. Um moving on, our New York Giants on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, Who do you like? If Daniel Jones was playing, I was gonna pick him, but if it's uh Colt McCoy, then you gotta go with Seattle. They Seattle, just won't be, they just won't be the same team without Daniel. I mean, even with Daniel, they were gonna struggle to win. So Yeah. As much as I wanna pick the Giants in this one, I know that that's not realistically possible i mean well let me rephrase yeah, that. as em, much please. as i want them to win you pick no, no 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 like <laughs> i think seattle's gonna win this one as much as i think the giants are gonna have a chance in any game that they play but the seattle's just the better overall football team and they're gonna probably stomp on us but hey it is what it is giants gonna have a good week hopefully nobody gets injured on either side but moving on philadelphia on the road against the Packers, that's a gonna. Packers gonna stomp them out. What? Wow. Philly stinks. Carson Wentz stinks. Philly fans is mad. Oh, they so sad. They be talking yeah. all that shit in the off shit. season, just for them to be doo doo, doo doo doo. Sure, they got the injury um, bug, but oh well, it's football. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I don't feel bad for them. Every yeah, team goes for that shit. I'm picking you know, the Packers as well. Positive. Fuck them, that's why. <laughs> I'm picking the Packers. I think their defense, I mean, I think their offense is going to go crazy. Even though Philly's best part of their team is their defense, I think the Packers are still going to end up winning this game. Devontae will do the same thing that DK did. Most likely, yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe DK is in a class yards, of his. No, DK is in a class of his own, honestly. Physically, but, but with, physically, with, but with, yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, you know how good DK would be. I mean, yeah, shout out to Russell Wilson, he's great, but yeah, he yeah. he but, Aaron Rodgers. Moving on, Patriots on the road against the Chargers. Oh, this is going to be I a think, good game. I think this game comes down to coaching. I expect the Patriots to win. I feel like the Chargers head coach is terrible and he just blows the game for him. I feel like it is going to be a close game. 
good defense. Yeah. feel like a uh, rookie quarterback does Belichick's specialty. You know, he always cooks up the rookie quarterback. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the upset here and pick Chargers. I think is they it, are the team. It, it is an upset. What do you mean? The Patriots are definitely going to be the favorite oh, in this I game. I don't know about that. You think the Chargers are going to be the favorite? At home, maybe, yeah. No way. It's Bill Belichick. Come on. But anyways, Chargers, I think, are going to win because of Justin Herbert and because Austin Eckler's back, and they're going to get to Cam Newton, and they're going to shit on Cam Newton, and they're going to shit on Cam Newton. Mm. (laughs) I agree. No, I don't. (laughs) Cam Newton's going to shit on them. Sorry. Oh all right, I'm we're, we're almost done. We're almost done. All right, all right, guys. We're almost last done. Last game. Last Marco game. With the Chiefs going to kill him. I, w- I almost said something that Marco would have got mad at me for saying in the podcast. And I'm glad I contained myself from saying it because we probably would have had to edit it out. But, yeah. It's okay. Chiefs it's win. Okay. Broncos stink. No quarterback. Yeah, Chiefs will probably win this game, game by, like, 50. Yeah, it's going to be gross. Uh, yeah, um, that's it for the yeah right. That's it right. Yeah. No, that's it for this week's picks. The one thing I want to get into before the night is over in this episode of the podcast is uh, the Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight. Uh, it was an all right fight. I mean, Mike Tyson. Everyone was excited because Mike Tyson and Roy Jones too. Same it's thing. Mike two Tyson, two legends. Two legends fighting. But uh, the show was stolen from the YouTuber Jake Paul knocking out Nick's dunk legend, Nate Robinson. Oh, my God. It was so funny and so heartbreaking at the same time because once it happened, shot Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was like, oh, Lord, call the ambulance. And I just lost it laughing, man, the way he's playing on the canvas. Oh, yeah, crazy. Jake crazy. Paul definitely did. Uh, he definitely did Nate Robinson dirty. Crazy I mean, night. Whoever trained him. Yeah. Whoever trained whoever trained Nate Robinson needs to freaking stop training people because Nate Robinson did not look like he belonged in that ring. And honestly, I give him a lot of credit for doing it because a lot of people wouldn't do it. But he was so much smaller than that guy, than yeah. Jake Paul. Jake yeah, Paul yeah. had the reach and he had the size and everything, and they, he just freaking slumped him. They did him slumped dirty. Slumped him. They did him so dirty. What? And I've been, and I saw so many memes on the internet about oh, that. It's it was just so funny. But the best thing to happen of the whole night was after the fact, Evander Holyfield called out Mike Tyson and wants to do get back in the ring for a trilogy fight. And he said he called it quote unquote a tune up fight. And he said he gave the world, he's trying to give the world what they want to see. He said, no more excuses, Holyfield said. This is a fight that must happen for both our legacies. Saturday night, you said you were ready to fight me, so sign the contract and get in the ring. The world is waiting, and it's on you now. I'm ready. So, I mean, that would be crazy. Um, I mean, it would make sense for both of them financially. Uh, he 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 also said my side tried to make the fight happen and we got nothing but excuses. So he's calling out Mike Tyson in his camp, saying that they're scared uh-huh. basically and saying he wanted a tune-up fight before he thought about fighting him. And yeah, I would love to see a trilogy fight. I mean, that might turn into a real real boxing match because I don't think they like each other very much. But no. how do you like somebody when they bite so, the ear off? So for people who don't know. 
Yeah, I was just going to say that. For people who don't know, um, Mike Tyson got his bit off Evander Holdfield's ear in a fight. The second so, fight. The... So that is that is some definitely some bad blood right there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely crazy, bro. Yeah, definitely crazy. Sports, and that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, it was fun. I always had a blast. We did it a little different this week because of some – Safety COVID issues, yeah, yeah some so. COVID issues, but you better be safe than catch COVID. Well, I mean, I wasn't able to make it in the studio tonight. I had to call in. No. It was a different experience. But we uh, figured it out. Yeah. And yeah, and thank you all for tuning in to episode eight of the Bonilla Roundup. Uh, me and Juan can't thank you enough for tuning in and listening and showing love week in and week out. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next week. From now on, we will be doing the podcast on Monday. No, or, sorry, Tuesdays. Sorry, we'll be Tuesdays. doing the podcast Tuesdays. on Tuesdays now because Juan doesn't have class on Tuesdays at um, night. So yeah. now we have time, which is awesome. So we'll be able to talk more football. Again, thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Love you guys. Have a good night.